Hello. Are we going for it? We're going for it. Oh, hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Welcome to Spare Time, the podcast. Absolutely. Where I was initially bragging that I was going to put podcast production on my resume, and I (laughs) no longer feel qualified to do that because of how long it took me to get this set up. Here's the truth. It's 10.54 p.m. (laughs) on a Friday. October, nope, September still 29th. September, still September, but we are, you could say, burning the midnight oil for you. Elisa is fully tucked into bed. <laughs> I'm actually fully horizontal with a blanket and a pillow behind my head. I'll be sending a photograph of this to the to the viewers at home. And that's called podcasting. And that's called podcasting. <laughs> this is a podcast about spare time. Yes. The ways that we spend it, the ways that we think about it, yeah. what it means to us. This is going to be a unhinged episode. Yeah, I feel like we haven't done the podcast in so long, which is not true. We do the podcast once per month. Every four weeks or so. But I feel like one major theme of the podcast is that we are uncomfortable with the passage of time. Where does time go? Every month we're like, can you even believe another <laughs> month But it's like all I can think about when I'm reflecting on the month. Like, what was September? It's like, Bzzz. are you guys sick of hearing us say, where did the time go? <laughs> I feel like they've got to be sick of us. But they, no, think, they feel it too. They feel it too. The sands of time. We're all. It's a know, human experience. This mortal coil That's comes it. for all of us. That's it. So speaking of this mortal coil. Um, uh-huh. How did you spend your spare time in this month, September 2023? I think that this month, September 23, is <laughs> one of the busiest months I've had in quite some time. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a minute. I'll we say didn't it see publicly. each other basically all month, and now we're seeing Making each other nonstop, it. and that's the that's correct to do, and mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I have been working a lot. Like a dog. Like a dog. um, For my day job, of course. Um, I also accidentally ended up with, like, a lot of tutoring this month because um, LGTB, let's get the spread. Mama's got to pay the bills. Mama's got to pay the bills. I've got two um, daughters, and as they are cats, their job prospects are pretty limited. Mm -hmm. So I have to provide for them. Um, and we're about to have a government shutdown, and I'm going to have a furloughed r- roommate. So. Crazy. Crazy. So I tutored a lot. It was also peak wedding season in my home, mm-hmm. the month of September, um, which is the best, one of the best months to get married, I think. Oh, yeah. I'll be getting married in this month, I think. We don't need July. No, it's too hot. You Everywhere. might have heard that the planet is warming. It's only getting hotter. Every year. So think about that if you're booking your wedding soon. We like weddings in September. (laughs) If you want us to come to your wedding, make it fall. Yeah, better be fall. Um, So I went to a few weddings, which was really fun. Um, The travel part was horrible, but like the actual logistics of getting places. Excuse me. Um, But I love to see people in love. It's really heartwarming. And it's fun to get dressed up and dance. Dance the night away. Dance. Weddings are fun. Yeah, they're for the they most are part. so fun. I do my fair share, as we all do, of complaining about weddings in advance of the wedding. But I basically never met a wedding I that I didn't like. Yeah. What's your favorite part of a wedding? <sighs> I love the vows, mm. but only. If they're written by the people. I was going to say, like... I, I don't love, like, reading from the Bible vows. You will be shocked to learn. You know, I actually went to a wedding in the month of September that I wasn't going to mention here, but it had the most God. Jesus. God was in the room with us. God was in the room with us. God was in the forest with us. Mm. Uh, it was, like, so heavy on the God. It was interesting. Were the people... We were shocked. God people? The people are not so God people, but the people's dad was a pastor oh, and officiated the ceremony. Okay. They they prayed like 12 times Whoa. during the ceremony. I said, huh? The thing that I find most interesting that I have seen a lot of, not so much in like recent years, but like if you, if you really love God and Jesus, like, and you feel that he's an important part of your union or he or she or they are an important part of your union, mm-hmm. by all means, like bring God into it. Like that's, quite literally between you and God. 
But the thing that weirds me out is people who get married who seemingly have absolutely not a care in the world about God or more specifically religion. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, weirdly religious marriage, wedding ceremony. And you're like, do you even believe any of that stuff? Yeah, it's It's, quite interesting. It strikes me as strange. It strikes me as strange as well. Also, the Catholic, um, what is it called? Pre-Canna? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Period. I honestly don't know much about it. I think it's actually cool as a concept. Like, you are going, I mean, based on my extremely rough understanding, like, going through a series of, like, exercises, conversations, Mm -hmm. etc. to really, like, ensure that you are on the same page as your future partner. Yeah. Like... But then it's all through the lens of Catholicism and God. Yeah, here's how I like that more. If you take the priest away mm-hmm. and you make it a licensed therapist. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, what if instead it was couples therapy that is about actual science of how to be happy and well and less about Catholicism, which is famously uh, only good for a small, small, small percentage of people. None of those people are women. I'm on board. I don't have to convince you. No, no. You're not going to do pre-Kenna for your gay wedding? Uh, I won't, <laughs> unfortunately. Never been Catholic a day in my life. Um, this month for me, while I was not Catholic, I was going to a lot of yoga. <laughs> Another form of Catholicism. Another form of religion, you could say, yeah. honestly. Yeah. If you Are were you feeling willing. religious about your yoga practice? I'm feeling actually just like really good about my yoga practice. I feel so much more. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The way that you are. I know this is an I'm audio medium, but like yeah. you are really giving grandparents I actually couldn't be Charlie more and the horizontal. Like it's really giving <laughs> Grandpa Charlie. Wait, Grandpa. What's his name? Um, Shoot. Doesn't matter. Grandpa. Well, you're not giving Grandpa because he does get out of the bed and the vibe for I'm you I'm giving right the one that does never not. getting out. No, yeah. never. I, I mean, like it's 11.01 p.m. I know. It's like, positively. I'm laying down. The witching hour. Um, I'm loving my yoga practice, mostly because I found an instructor that I just love. And Marie so has important. since joined me, yeah, which is recruited. a treat. Yeah. She's just really intuitive and her uh, practice is cool. She does it differently every single time. And what I love is that it like goes by in a second. And mm. then I'm like, whoa, what did we even do? That was awesome. I feel like I'm on a cloud. Yep. I've been going pretty consistently for like five to six weeks. And I have to say I feel... I feel more grounded, and that's amazing to me. I love that feeling. That is amazing. That's, I feel like, the point. That's the whole thing. You did it. Yeah, I mean, I have a ways to go in terms of my mobility, flexibility, etc. You're looking pretty good on the mat. A yoga practice never ends, you know? It's a lifelong practice. A lifelong practice. Um, I've also been exercising otherwise, honestly, like six to seven days a week. I've really... Famously, I'm either in or I'm out mm-hmm. um, on everything in my life, and I yep. am currently in. I've really been doing a range of Peloton, running, pickleball, some cardio and strength classes at the gym, mm-hmm. and I feel amazing. Um, I think there's a new study that's come out, hot off the press. but Hot off the press. Exercising is good for your mental health. I don't know if you caught that one. Yeah, that's brand spanking new. And I'm really, like, feeling that, actually. I feel like the noise in my brain has quieted in a way that is uh, obvious to me. And that's nice. That's good stuff. That's really good stuff. So I've honestly been spending all of my spare time, I think, figuring out my new um, routines that center heavily around movement, but in ways that are, like, energy giving to Mm. me i feel like i feel like the way i'm describing it sounds crazy like i'm not actually working out that much i'm just prioritizing it more than i have in years which i've been wanting to do don't let the people forget that you are basically like a professional athlete in your psyche i am a d1 college athlete so the way that i approach this is probably different than some different than i approach it that's for heck and sure (laughs) but yeah i'm like wait i love this i love feeling Strong and capable. So you are strong and capable. Thank you. I'm leaning in. I've also gone to a million concerts. We'll discuss more mm-hmm. in the the places to come. 
not, you know, and I've been spending, you did this last month, this month I've been spending more time with old friends. I've had a lot of my childhood friends, um, in town, which has been really nice. And it's been good, especially I had like a more, um, uh, a person that I really haven't spent one-on-one time with in a long time. And we had like a really moving and meaningful conversation that made me feel nostalgic and almost kind of like helped me close the loop on my younger self. Wow. I love love that. that. Basically therapy. Basically therapy. So what was your best? My best of the month this month may shock you. I'm I'm shocked. It's it's shocking to me as well. Um, But my best of the month is the college essay known in the business as the personal statement for the common application to apply to college. Something I haven't given thought for at least 15. Yeah, you may be wondering why (laughs) this is on my radar. Um, As I mentioned, I've been doing some tutoring. The reason I'm doing so much tutoring is because I have become involved with the college essay. (gasps) And it is college essay season. Um, And this is... I think it's like one of my favorite things I've ever taught. I think it's oh my God. so interesting and fun to work on with teenagers. I love teenagers. You guys maybe don't know that. We don't talk about it that much on the podcast, but I love teenagers. I think they're hilarious. I think they're fascinating. Um, and like college, so high school seniors are like really in, in an interesting spot in terms of their life. Because they think they're so Because they're like, old. they feel grown, but they know that they're like about to do something big and they're like about to change and they're about to grow and they, you know, you have this big feeling that you're like about to turn into the person that you're going to be and like oh where you go to college God. is like going to make or break that. And so like the, there's so much stress around the college, stress around the college process. Um, so that's like one thing that I think is interesting. There's like a lot of tension that makes teaching in that environment like kind of fascinating and then also like the the personal statement is basically creative writing like Mm -hmm. and it's a kind of writing about yourself that you like for the most part like have never done before until you have to write your college essay and like my the way that you have to do it is you kind of have to be like okay like tell me literally everything important that's ever happened to you and like you so you get to know these kids like so well and they like really care about it like they want it to be good so they like are being pretty vulnerable with me which I was surprised about like I thought I was gonna have to kind of like yank a little harder to like get them to tell me things but so it's I mean it is like I'm obviously not a therapist but there is something that has there is something therapy like about it because they're like oh here's all this like material about me and I don't know Sometimes they're like, oh, I think I want to write about this or like I kind of maybe want to write about that. But usually they're like, I don't really know, like, what's the most interesting thing about me? And so then I'm like, well, here's a suggestion of what I think seems like based on what you're saying, the most important thing that has ever happened to you. And sometimes they're like, whoa, I never thought about that. You're so right. That is the most important thing that's ever happened to me. So it's just like a really like rich psychological moment and I'm just like having a lot of fun doing it and honestly I'm like should I be like should I have been a therapist maybe I like this so much it's really interesting so anyway that's I'm really cool it. the college essay who knew the college essay the college essay I hope all these kids get into all the colleges they me want too to. I'm so excited and worried for them they're so stressed my sweet angels are they applying to like big schools no I have like pretty reasonable children which is Great. nice I'm like thank god I don't have any kids who are like I better get into Harvard yeah be seriously like, you're not getting in <laughs> oh that's nice I know it's really very fun. wholesome very wholesome what about you Mine is also wholesome, I think. Um, I'll tell you if it is. (laughs) I took myself on a date to the Hozier concert. So cute. Very We've talked about it here. The the Hozier prices, the concert prices are crazy. Like, I hate it. Insane. I wish it would end. But um, ticket prices were reasonable-ish on the day of. And I said, I really want to go. I'm going to go. And I love going to concerts alone, actually. Mm. I think it's a fun experience. It's really fun. And um, first and foremost, I think Hozier, I say his name wrong. I just want to note that. Is I think, that not how you say it? I think it's Hozier. 
Really? I think that it's a hard Z. Right. <laughs> yeah. Hosier? Hosier. That's versus crazy. Hosier. People are in these streets saying Hosier, and that Hosier, is Hosier, and I know that's actually completely incorrect. But I do like it. I think Hosier has an unbelievable voice. Yeah, he's crazy. Crazy. And um, this, he just released a new album, Unreal Unearth, which I had listened to a little bit but was kind of like not totally connected with it Mm -hmm. and then hearing it live I was like okay I'm obsessed with it actually I really need to listen to it oh my god specifically the songs Francesca and DeSelby part two those were the the standouts for me but Mm. the whole show I was like this guy is rocking the fuck out and just like he belts yeah he's a talent and it's like he I don't know he looks like he's not even trying I think it's gorgeous and effortless Mm. Um, so that was amazing. If he's coming to your town, I would say do it. Take yourself out. Go do see him. Do it. Do um, it. Relatedly, did you see uh, the Boy Genius came out for Hozier in Boston? No. Yeah, they er, it was at a Boy Genius concert. Hozier came out. Fun. And everybody freaked out and they sang a song together and it was cute and they were all just like having a moment appreciating oh. each other's talents i love when people that i love geek about each other hozier's friends with all my friends you know what i mean uh, so i'm like yeah you're good peeps he's good peeps for sure yeah so that was my best i loved it talk to me about your worst well i believe that i had a worst of airplane travel several months this year already yeah the um, airplanes are not being they're being good. really bad and scary i also wrote about it in the news um which i do have to say here <laughs> on the record um, I was tip-tapping away at my little computer, writing my snarky little intro about how, like, what the fuck is wrong with airplanes anyway, which is, like, such bad stand-up comedy, like, uh, it's, it's original. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty original. But, so I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, I'll send it out, whatever. And I'm, like, literally hovering over the, the send button. And then my little eyes did skirt to the corner of my computer. And what did I see there as the date that I was about to send a newsletter about airplanes? Nine eleven. Mm-hmm. And I said, Elisa, <laughs> um, it's come to my attention that it is nine eleven, and I can't send this today. <laughs> she stopped herself in her tracks. <laughs> so we sent it out on nine twelve, which I think is fine. But I wanted to let you guys know that that's almost something that happened. We almost got canceled by the Never Forget community. Yeah, that's a... Uh... That's a little tea for the pod. That's just between Community. you. And, that's just between you and me. Absolutely. Um, but more on airplanes from. But Marie. more anyway, more on airplanes. <laughs> um, I went to Boston for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, oh and my god! My flight both ways was independently canceled. Horrible. Because of like weather, allegedly. So we ended up having to drive both ways to Boston because it was a very important wedding. Um, like Hannah's one of her very best friends and she was in the wedding giving a speech. So we like had to, we couldn't be late. We had to be there. So we said into a car, we go to drive, you know, nine hours to Boston in a rainstorm. Um, we like rented a car, returned it. Cause we were like, we're flying home. No prob. Horrible. And then we didn't get to fly home either. And like the whole night on Saturday, we kept like leaning over on the dance floor and like whispering to each other being like, I'm so happy we don't have to drive home tomorrow. Ha ha. And then we did. And it was not that fun. It's it's like it's kind of a for slog. a trip that should have taken like an hour. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, um, but I will say that the one the silver lining was on the way there. We were both kind of like we sh- we're having like way more fun than we ought right now. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like we were both like hee hee. This is kind of like silly and like it's annoying. Like it's annoying, but we're not annoyed. Like we're having a nice time. So I was like, wow, it's nice to be. In partnership with someone who I'm like, everything is always fun. That's even, nice. Even the worst of the month. Even though, but I will say on Sunday it was way less fun. But <laughs> we were tired. like, okay, we don't want to do this again. No, for for like 36 hours, that's crazy. That's yeah. too short. Yeah, it's nuts. So we drove on, We so we rented the car. It was Thursday night. We drove to Philly and stay with Hannah's friend and then we got up at like six and drove the rest of the way to Boston on Friday and then we drove back Sunday afternoon Mm-mm. I wouldn't recommend it no I don't like that for you at all Mm-mm, but you are so familiar with that drive yeah but I only drive if I'm there for at least a week yeah it's too long <laughs> of a drive it's way too long um yeah Crazy. no it's too much but mm-hmm. I'm glad that you made it and it's not about where all things considered shout out to Hannah 
I don't think she listens. She doesn't, but I'll tell her. We love you. Her mom listens. Shout out to Nellie. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for being here. Thanks for being here. Um, my worst of the month is I'm being served a lot of like, well, actually, I'm not on TikTok. Erica is being served a lot of like healthy snacks on TikTok. Like the TikTok girlies are not okay. Some of them are great. Like the date bark, I think, is bomb. Yeah, I that's love it. Smart, genius. It's a delicious. good texture. It's yummy. Erica was like, let's make these frozen yogurt treats. And I've been I was seeing like, these everywhere too. I was like, as a girl that loves frozen yogurt, sure. Basically, you take yogurt, regular yogurt, you mix it with like peanut butter, I think, mm-hmm. and then you put fruit in it if you want, and then you cover it in chocolate and like toppings. Okay. Like nuts or whatever. So we made these. I think a lot of people put protein powder in them, which I'll get back to in a second, Boy. but we made these and they were horrible. Yogurt does not freeze well just by itself. It's so icy. That's the problem. It was like a crazy texture that just never really became okay. Unless it's completely not frozen anymore, but then it's grainy. So then it's like, well, it was better actually before. Mm -hmm. So that was horrible. Um, And (laughs) I'm wondering if the protein like changes the texture of the yogurt and makes it freeze better. Kind of like a vodka situation if you will maybe but like i don't believe that i feel like they're putting protein powder in it because they're like pretending it's tasty but it's they only it's diet culture yeah i mean anyways like don't fool yourself these were horrible the texture (laughs) of frozen yogurt is one of the worst yeah that's upsetting and i have been seeing them and i have been thinking because i made some like popsicles out of for out of yogurt bad bad like they're just It would be nice if it worked, but it doesn't. Yeah. And I, that's just it. If it if anyone knows how to make it a good texture, you call us, but I feel that no one does. I feel it's impossible. It's not part of the chemical structure yeah, of yogurt. Chemistry, that's science. It's babe. science. I'm not a scientist, but I understand science. Uh, yeah, I understand science insofar as I know that you can't just freeze yogurt on a cookie sheet and have it <laughs> taste delicious after. Absolutely not. Period. It was disgusting. So uh, <laughs> that's it. Um, tell me about your wreck here. What a like foreign fancy name. I know. Okay. So I want to preface this by saying another best for me of the month, a, a small best, is that I've been like taking a little bit of a social media hiatus. Mm-hmm. I was off social media for the majority of September. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm still somehow spending four hours a day on my phone, but. It's mostly because I'm staring at the New York Times crossword being like, why am I so stupid? Um, By the way, thank you for recommending the connections in the news because I love it. Isn't it the best? It's the best. But why is it so hard sometimes and so easy other times? I know. It feels very rarely medium. It's been pretty hard re- this week, I think. I've missed a bunch. Did you get it today? I haven't played yet. Oh, shit. I know. I get. I better get on it. Um, it's new already. Oh, fuck. You missed it. I guess they turn everything over at 10. That's when they turn, or at least that's when they turn the crossword over. Okay, um, anyways. <laughs> anyway, I've been doing a lot of New York Times puzzling. Um, but I, on my brief, I actually did a, I did a little bit of a backslide this week, I'll admit. I have been on Instagram a little bit, but... Brave. Thank you, I'm being vulnerable. But last week, or a couple weeks ago, I like went on for a second because somebody... I can't remember. I Actually, this is a bad story because I don't remember how I found this person, but... I love the detail. Somehow this account came across my desk that's called Moss on Plus. Um, What does it mean? Her last name is Moss. Oh, okay. Um, And it's a food account. Okay. So, but it's no regular food account. Mm. She seems to be exclusively reviewing kinds of tinned fish. Smart. But the way that she's reviewing them is just by making something with them. And something that I love about her videos, and if you make food content, which I guess I'm talking to myself too because I guess occasionally dabble in food content, there's no voiceover. Mm. It's just normal, non-sped up footage of her making food and not even not eating it, just showing me the food. And that's it. And it looks so perfect. Like everything that she's making, I was like, yes, 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 yes. I want to eat everything that she's making. And I was just like, what a breath of fresh air. Seriously. Like, thank you for not doing a fucking voiceover. I, I hate a and voiceover. Don't give me any narrative. Like, we don't en- tell me about your childhood trauma. Right. Like, we've entered the era of 
the blog post that's one hot, like 3,000 words before you get to the recipe. And I'm like, just give me the recipe. I don't need to know about the way that you got bullied in, like, you're making a cabbage dish and your hair, some boy called you, like, cabbage head or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of weirdly, like, trying to mine for meaningful, heartfelt experiences with food out of nothing just to have something to say and I'm like guess what if you don't have anything authentically to share then you don't have to say anything you can just make the food and we'll all watch you and it's nice we'll watch you if we want to right and I want to watch this person like I was like it was it had like a hypnotic quality mm. like I was like meditating I can't wait to follow it was her so pleasing to me I love her so much if you're out there I don't know what I don't know what your first name is if you're out there Moss <laughs> Thanks for your work. Wow, amazing rep. Must follow for the tin fish aficionado. And that's us. Aficionados. That's us. What do you recommend? I recommend a show that is really only if you dare. Um, And before, we're actually recording this at 11 p.m. because I made Marie watch this show. Actually, Erica did. Erica was really excited to watch it with you. It's something like I've never seen before. I'll tell you that. Completely unbelievable. Um, I just want to preface by saying the reason that we watched this show in my house is because on Xfinity, just a reminder, I'm paying for cable still. One of the only people left in America. Soon we're all going to be rejoining you. Why? Because um, streaming is about to cost way more. Because of the strike? Because of the strike. And I mean, like, it's already been costing, like so much it's more kind than of an it arm and a leg. It costs the same amount as cable and now it's going to cost more. So I think that we're reverting, which I'm happy with. You personally. Yeah, I'm just like it's less it's too much work now. I'm like, "Oh, what's the password for this? Oh, what's You know what I mean? Like it's just like That makes me feel actually extremely validated in my decision to uh retain cable <laughs> for all this time. <laughs> um on my cable when I go to TV, the TV category, it shows me new shows this week Hmm. I love that feature because then I say cool what's new (laughs) and there was a show called Naked Attraction and I watch Love is Blind Love Island all the stupid dating shows Mm -hmm. I'm there Mm -hmm. so I said sure a dating show let's do it why not and then I was actually shook to find that this is full frontal nudity on <laughs> HBO. <laughs> and I actually don't even want to say more. But basically, if you're interested or curious in seeing what this show could possibly entail, check it out. Marie, thoughts as it's, a person that watched it one hour ago? It is not safe for work. Absolutely not. It's don't watch so it with your parents. Much naked body. It's actually like not only so much naked body, but it's zoom in. It's more naked. It's more, more vulva and penis than you ever expected (laughs) to witness in a like straight, like front facing, completely motionless shot of just someone being like, here is my flaccid penis for everyone in the world who is subscribed to Max or still um, using cable to see. It's shocking, but it's a very heartwarming show. Yeah, somehow it's still pretty wholesome. You find yourself really rooting for these people. It's it's fairly educational in two ways. First and foremost, it's probably just good to acclimate yourself to lots of different kinds of beauty, bodies, etc. Agree. And B, they, there are literally like little snippets to talk about Things that come up in the episode and I do feel like they make an effort to cast diverse folks and when I say diverse it means people with disabilities people with chronic illnesses people that are kind of going through different experiences in their life and then they'll give you a little bit of more information about those things yeah it's like queer people black and brown people fat people skinny people lots of people with clitoris piercings so many piercings in places I didn't know you could pierce. A crazy, crazy places to pierce. Like, no, no, I'm not yucking anybody's yum, but like that's got to hurt. Like I said, educational. Yeah. Um, it's good to, we were talking about this too. Like, I feel like it has to be good for your brain to look at naked bodies 
in a non-sexual way because even though it is sexual on the show it's not it's not like sexy like they're literally just like standing with their hands at their sides like (laughs) stock still in these like weird cabinets Mm -hmm. um colorful cabinets and so and it is like for dating but it's all pretty like pg with the exception of the the extreme nudity so With it's kind of like, that everybody's nudie tootie. And everyone, it's like, you know, it's allegedly a show that's like, oh, we're going to like see if you just like are attracted to someone physically. But everyone's pretty like evolved about it. Like it seems like the people that we're watching are like, oh, yeah, like, you know, whatever. Anything goes. I'm cool. I'm not just going to like vote this girl off because she has tiny little titties. It's sweet. I think you guys should check it out. It's, it's crazy. though. <laughs> it's really an adventure. It's it's like nothing you've ever seen before. And that's a promise. I could not have expected anything less. Elisa was like, you have to watch this, and I'm not going to tell you a thing about it. And I was like, this would have been last on my list of things that I thought I was about to be shown in your home. Seven naked people trying to date. Trying, just trying to date. Just trying to find love. Just trying to find love. And they're also, uh, it's shot in England, and there's people from all over, so you get all the fun uh, lingo. and and, yeah, like tardy. Yeah, they say pretty silly stuff. I love the slang of British people. Check it out. Okay, moving on to mm. culture slash three things culture. you need to know. You need to know. There's actually kind of a lot going on in the culture God, this September. so much going on in the culture. First and foremost, Joe and Sophie. What do you think? I, it all happened in the month of September. I just feel really like it didn't have to go down like this. Absolutely. And guess whose fault it is in my humble and honest opinion. Joe. Joe. Mr. Perfectly Fine. Mr. Perfectly Him, Fine. Himself. himself. It man. just feels so beyond lame. Like, if you have, if you're married and you have kids, like, I don't know. Isn't there, like, a maybe, like, more respect or integrity that you deserve your part yeah, to give your partner? Yeah, just, like knowing what you know as a famous person about like what's going to happen with any information that enters the public space like even if you wanted to like pull a fast one on your wife and like hit her where it hurts like do so privately 100 percent. i think it's interesting because it seems like pr wise joe's camp i don't know how involved joe himself was but he couldn't be not involved mm-hmm. was wanting to really paint a certain picture and the public said no no. They said, like, no, we're we not doing this. You. Which is interesting. Um, what I'm curious about is, like, will, will like, the Jonas Brothers go on? <laughs> well, we were in an interesting position this month because <laughs> all this unfolded and we said to each other, well, 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 what an interesting time to be on the precipice of attending a Jonas Brothers concert. What an interesting time <laughs> to be a ticket holder to... The the tour, the tour, the fake eras tour, the fake eras tour. The branding is all a ripoff of Boy Genius. We were like, "Mm, okay, I guess we're going. But with armed with um, friendship bracelets that were making fun of Joe Jonas, we went to the Capital One Arena. And you may remember approximately one year ago, we went to a Jonas Brothers concert together and we had the best time. We had the time of our lives. It was a night to remember. It was a night where hearts and minds were changed. What's important to note is that we never uh, went to that concert expecting to have an experience. I personally no. went for Kelsey Ballerini, the opener. Yeah, and I went to support my girlfriend and for Kelsey Ballerini, the opener. I was never a Jonas Brothers girly. In fact, I was like an active hater of the Jonas Brothers. Same. I was like, these people are ugly. I don't understand. This music is stupid. <laughs> I was like, yeah, their voices are nasal. I don't get it. We had the best night. We They're very talented. They're talented one year young ago. men. Uh, we had one year of blissful, uncomplicated, joyous Joseph Joseph Brothers Jonas Brothers <laughs> fandom. We were excited to attend the concert, and then approximately one to two weeks ago, we Elisa and I were alone because the tickets were hard to get for this fucking concert. Impossible. And somehow. so our group was separated. Elisa and I were by ourselves, which was probably for the best because of our everybody attitudes. else had a really good time. Um, and we said. It's been a great year, 
And now we're ready to bow back out of the Jonas Brothers experience. You will not catch me anywhere near those brothers again. Those brethren. Listen, first and foremost, if you, like us, are not a lifelong fan, do not go to this concert. Mm. It's three hours. It's every single song, which I believe is not something anyone asked for. Even the, <laughs> even the greatest fans in the room. Like, that was too much no why is one of their albums called lines vines and trying times is that what it's called that's what it's called what a horrible what does that even mean i know i'm like a team of people approved that that is too stupid they played the whole album i said not a single song from this is one that i need to hear no it's bad so just don't do that but what's interesting to note especially in the context of all of this is in my opinion allegedly Nick Jonas is furious with Joe Jonas. And I'm telling you that based on body, body language. language. <laughs> they did not look at each other, speak to each other, or really acknowledge each the other. The vibe was, if I look at you, I will hit you in the face until you are unconscious. That's the vibe I was getting intense. from Nick. But I do feel like he would beat the shit out of someone. Absolutely. And I feel like he takes everything way too seriously. He's not. He doesn't have like a lighthearted bone in his body. No. And I feel like he's just like so pissed because they just got back together. They're on, by the way, a world tour until June 2024. (laughs) Joe, one month into the tour, said, I better really fuck some shit up right now. Mm -hmm. It's not good. If I was Nick, I would be pissed too, to be fair. Of course. But I don't think that they will survive the Jonas Brothers. I think this is it for them. I think I think if you care, you should see them on tour. Actually, I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and final tour. Yeah, they'll probably tour again in like 20 years. And I won't be going then. Here's one more complicated thought. I can't wait. I was going to say the same thought. I think Joe Jonas is the only talented member of that group. <laughs> and that is complicated. The only one that we enjoyed was Joe. He's, he was the only one that was, you know, acting like he was performing on a stage. Yeah, I think that it probably has to do with the fact that Nick was like Too using every single cell in his body to hold himself back from physically assaulting his brother on stage in front of some of their biggest fans. Nick was giving the energy of like, I am burnt out at my job. I hate my boss and I'm punching the clock because I have to. Yes, Kevin, I don't know. We actually didn't see Kevin because we were in the 400s and the, mm-hmm. the video camera did didn't not grace his time. face once. Nope. But he which honestly be, is fine for me. He was holding it down. He was playing that guitar. He seemed to be singing some backing vocals and they did not sound bad. <laughs> Congratulations, I'm happy for him. Kevin, Kevin continues to be ba- punching way above his weight class. Absolutely. Um, Kevin is so lame. Sorry. I mean, he's not my least favorite Jonas brother at this time. Nick? I think Nick is my least favorite. The problem is that Joe is still my favorite, and that's because Joe is hot. Joe and is hot. Joe is good at singing. Joe like, is an really amazing good. singer. And, and he's that's like unfortunate. Got the Riz. He's got star quality, but I don't feel comfortable saying that at this time because he knows that he has star quality, and that's why he's behaving in this way, in my opinion. Yeah. I think I actually I want to issue a, a correction. I don't think I was supposed to say the Riz. He's got Riz. I don't know what that what means. What do you think? Oh. So I did like, not listen up. Think differently. Listen up, our millennial audiences, <laughs> uh, millennial audience members. Riz. That's a Gen Z. Is thing? a Gen Z slang piece okay. of slang. It's short for charisma. Oh my god! But they don't really no. mean it like charisma. They mean it like they mean it swagger. Like, yeah, he's got big time. He's riz got riz in that case. And I, I think that I did just like boomer myself by saying he's got the riz. But fortunately for us, no one from Generation well, I publicly Z said I do not know what that means. So. And that's part of the charm of this podcast. That's called honesty, babe. Look it up. So yeah, the Joe and Sophie of it all, it's not good. It's really a bummer. It's actually super a bummer. And I hope that he like doesn't date anybody for a long time. He's got to look inside. He needs therapy. Those boys need, they need cup. They need family therapy right away. Absolutely. And they need individual therapy. Absolutely. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Sarah Bareilles. Oh, we don't talk about her nearly enough on this podcast. I know. I'm like, how many times have we uttered those words on this podcast? Not enough. It feels so right to say them here. I love her so much. She's one of our all-time heroes. Sarah is part of the origin story of our friendship. Absolutely. Our first day. Our first day together. The first time I ever rode in Elisa's Honda Fit. It was the dawn of 
a year that we once thought was auspicious, 2016. 2016. <laughs> you know what happened. We all know. We all know. We talked about our... 2016. <laughs> that actually no one ever... <laughs> We talked about what Sarah Bareilles lyric tattoos we would get, and the rest is history. History. If you don't know Sarah Bareilles, pause this freaking pod and go listen to the Blessed Unrest tunes. I'm not talking about love song. No, no. I'm not talking about Gravity, even though it's a fucking masterpiece. Are you talking about Brave? (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) What about King of Anything? Sorry, this is is actually meant to be only positive. I do. I will say like with all the love in my heart for those songs. And I like to listen to them, actually. Me too. Those are not the ones. Those are not the best Sarah Bareilles songs, if you can believe it. Okay, Marie, I'm going to interrupt you and put you on the spot. What is the best Sarah Bareilles song to you? Go. Best ever. Best ever of all time. (sighs) I need to think about that. Just I need a little time. Okay. What's your answer? Do you have one? I think the best one to me is Satellite Call because it really oh, saved me when I was in a dark place. That song has that quality. You're not the only person Absolutely. I know who has that to be true. I will say like even though I did just put Gravity on the list because it is a song that everybody knows, I do think it's up there with her best songs. Perfect and beautiful. Top three. I do. I mean, to me, the best Sarah Bareilles song is Uncharted. Of course. You have a personal history. I have a deep personal history and one very bad tattoo. And on your body. It's personal. It's written on my body forever. Um, Anyway, Sarah Bareilles is... Uh, if you don't know her, an international pop star, a very successful and decorated member of the musical theater community. Absolutely. Um, she wrote and starred in Waitress. So good. The music she used from to be Waitress mine is, so is one of the best songs she's written, too. She used to be mine is tops. Top, top, top. But she's been going through it the past couple of years, our girl. Absolutely. But I think what we want to talk about here today is Sarah's always been a very honest person in her music about her life etc like she's she's pretty generous with sharing like it's like almost like we don't know much about her like day-to-day life but we know her deepest darkest feelings Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we know like what she values and how she moves through the world and i i really respect that and i don't think that she takes her platform lightly but i don't Mm -mm. think that she would ever consider herself to be famous because i don't think that she like values fame in Mm -hmm. that way um so i really respect her for that because i think she's always been really honest in her music and just like in the ways that she's shown up on her platforms but recently on six days ago so (laughs) september 23rd she posted i mean she's been posting some really beautiful stuff about her journey with medication for her mental health. She went on Lexapro like a year or two ago and it's really changed her life. And the way that she talks about it is so powerful. And I think that she's really helping a lot of people and saving a lot of people by being so, so, so vulnerable and so brave. Yes. I think if you, if you like Sarah Bareilles and you're not like as deep in like, you have to follow her online. And like, I, unfortunately, we know every single detail. Yeah, we know everything. And I would really recommend, I know there were some podcasts that you recommend me that are more recent, Lisa, that you should mention, but her episode on Glennon Doyle's podcast so is so gorgeous. Just like at the beginning of her journey where she's like figuring out what it means to have a depression diagnosis, like what it means to be a person who's being medicated, like all of that is... And she really is, like Elisa said, like the generosity with which she shares that is lovely. Yeah, she talks a lot about her fears around medication suppressing her creativity and her art. And she also talks a lot about her relationship. Mm -hmm. She is now engaged um, to her longtime partner, like eight years Mm -hmm. or so. Um, But there were a lot of moments in that relationship where she... I think rebelled against it because of her experience with her mental health. Mm -hmm. So super great. Yeah. Um, She was on the Jesse Tyler podcast, but that was a little bit lighter, Mm -hmm. I would say. But yeah, I think that one, and then just like go peruse her Instagram. She 
is the most beautiful writer ever. She like posted her um, journal entry um, right after she started medication and she got some advice from Elizabeth Gilbert, actually, of Eat, Pray, Love, fame, mm-hmm. and other, um, to write a letter to love and then back to herself from love. And I just thought what she wrote was so gorgeous. It made yeah. me cry. Yeah, she's she's a special one. That's Absolutely. Therapy. If you're listening, come hang you out. You probably are. Literally anytime. Yeah, live, we love you. You can come live in my house if you want. <laughs> I love you so much. I'll do anything you want to do. Anything at all. Okay, moving on to a topic of, you know, pretty much the same weight. (laughs) Taylor and Travis, do we care? And if so, discuss. That's the prompt. Here, I have, there are a few things in this category that I think are worth discussing. Let's do it. Um, I think maybe I care a little, but not that much. What do you care about? I mean, I just, I am invested in her dating life. I don't really care about the men she's dating. I only care about the women she's hypothetically dated in her past. But I do think that Travis Kelsey seems like one of the cutest men alive. I became more familiar with him during the Super Bowl, which yeah, I know is a little controversial. Like SNL, when he hosted SNL as yeah, well. Yeah, I think he seems really fun. And he, like, this past Super Bowl, for those not following sports, um, which I'm really not. I don't know why I'm speaking on this as an authority. Uh, he was on the Kansas City Chiefs and his brother was on the Eagles. Yes, that's right. And they played against each other. So it was kind of like a brother versus bro be brother. Bro. And they have a moment. podcast together, which I learned today because now that football and Taylor Swift algorithms are colliding. Yes. There is more sports on my feed than ever before. <laughs> and one of the things that's coming up on my feed is like snippets of their podcast together, the brothers. That's and so interesting because the algorithm, I think knows that you're a Swifty. Yes. Cause I feel like this is happening to a lot of people that are like really go hard on Taylor content. Yes. It's for sure. that like, you like Taylor Swift. So, and so now you want to know all about football, mm-hmm. but I also started getting like men's basketball. But the oh. thing about it was, it was all like these wholesome clips and I fucking loved them. Like the <laughs> clips of the boys, the Kelsey brothers doing their podcast. I was like, this is darling. They're so sweet. They're hilarious. Then I got a, a clip of like Steph Curry warming up before a basketball game. And he like his dad is kind of standing on the sidelines in his like little suit because he's there to watch the game, oh. I guess, unless maybe he's a coach or something. I don't fucking know. And he like throws a basketball at his dad and it, like hits him. And his dad just like grabs it and pivots and like makes this excellent shot. And then... um they both go crazy. It was just like all this like cute. It was all the like sports can be cute. C- cute sports stuff is what I'm getting now. Which and I like am enjoying it, it. I'm really enjoying it. Um, the other thing that I want to discuss, I don't remember anymore. Okay. Is it? <laughs> well, the question that I have is like, do you think it's real? No, maybe now it is. I don't know. I like to think it's like, Kind of the romantic comedy trope of like fake dating to real dating. Mm-hmm. What do you think the point would be for Taylor to fake date? Tra- like what is Taylor getting from this? I'm wondering the same thing. I think it's good PR for her to date him. Post After Matty Healy. Healy. Well, yeah, that guy is truly a sewer And this rat. guy is somebody on the Internet. I saw like a piece of stand up comedy where somebody was like, Maddie Healy is literally a cigarette, like a human yes. cigarette, <laughs> um, which I think is correct. Um, and I think that it seems like Travis Kelsey is like pretty a golden retriever. Yeah. Like he's the opposite of that. And I think that everybody really likes him. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it's also fun for her. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know that she's getting much out of it, but maybe she just wants to smooch him. You know, I love that. I'm so curious. I also saw some hilarious stuff on the Internet about like comparing this to like um, Ken's uh, Mojo Dojo house. Yes, 100 percent. Like because these are the stadiums that Taylor performs in. She's like, oh, how nice of her to visit Ken's Mojo Dojo <laughs> house in the off season. Yes. Yes. And that is what I like to hear. No, I mean, I I kind of like it for her. Like, has she ever dated an athlete before? No, I think it's going to work for her. And he, I really like that he's, like, shooting his shot. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to be shy. Like, I'm trying to fucking impress. I think it's cute, cute, cute. I think that Travis Kelsey seems 
Lovely. He seems like a good boy. And someone else on the internet was like, this man is the first man Taylor Swift has ever dated who realizes that he's dating Taylor Swift. Like, he's taking it seriously. Like, he knows he's dating someone out of his league. (laughs) I love that. Um, Oh, the other thing I wanted to discuss was the internet trend that's going on right now of girls like triggering their boyfriends by being like, Oh yeah. Taylor Swift. Isn't it cool that Taylor Swift um, put Travis Kelsey on the map? Um, and I watched those videos and I thought with love and respect in my heart, thank fucking God I'm not dating a man. <laughs> like truly all of those men getting so flustered and being like, babe, he is the best maybe the best tight end of all time like every single guy and they're like holding it together like you can see them physically restraining themselves from completely fucking losing it all white boys obviously i was just like damn this is dark it's so easy to like ruffle them trigger i mean i have to say like this is literally like the plot of the barbie movie yes it's crazy and it's really working although i never know what to trust on the internet with the like couple stuff it might all be staged i hate it when i feel like they're staged it's I'm so like, boring don't do that i don't you're a bad actor you're not an actor yeah i want you to a, be a comedian yeah i'm like <laughs> come on but also like don't trick your partner for videos it's all too weird it's all too weird i i think it's interesting i'm curious to see what would happen i am curious to see if we'll get any you know sports songs out of this oh my god i know there's a lot of annoying shit that could happen. There's a lot of really annoying shit that could happen. What do you think about her, like, extremely high level of enthusiasm for, um, I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs are very good. I don't even know anything about football, and I know that. Yeah. Do you think that Taylor Swift knows anything about football? Like, does she like football? She said she likes the Eagles, but, like, how much really? I just can't imagine that she does. Right. I just don't feel like she has that kind of time. Football's really long. <laughs> And stupid, I'll say it. Yeah, and Sorry, stupid. Boys. It's really stupid. It's like, come on, you're going to like just give yourself permanent brain damage? Wait, did you see the thing, though, that like her team wrote down like notes for her on the football game? Yes, that they and they like left them at the bar. Yeah. I sure did. So I think we have our answer there. Yeah. Anyways, I'm curious to see what happens. I'm curious if in October, Taylor and Travis will still be going strong. I kind of hope. I kind of hope, too. I feel like it's fun. It's I'm fun. having a nice time. Although I don't need quite as much men's sports on my timeline in case the algorithm is listening. Yeah, you're like, just the just the fun, quirky stuff. Yeah, just the cute stuff. Thank you. Okay, great. Well, that was robust. It was. This September recap. I'm still horizontal. As you should be, and you shouldn't even move ever again. My eyes are like... you are going to take me home. Somewhat closing. Yeah, <laughs> said sinking into the bed. Okay, looking ahead... I will be doing, honestly, more of the same, mm-hmm. I think. October is going to look pretty similar for me. Love it. Movement, Movement. friendship, Friendship. concerts, plus fall things. Yes. I love fall. October is probably my favorite month. It's one of the best months. October is the March of the fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's really feeling like fall here in D.C., which is a treat. Yeah, Marie and I were up. Uh, pickleballing this we evening were. we were pickleballing in the outdoors and around 7 p.m there there was a chill in the air there was a chill in the air i have had we've had our ac off for like two weeks and the windows open so nice so nice i'd also like to publicly state on this podcast that we did win all three of our pickleball games today we sure congratulations did. to us congratulations to us we pickled a couple of lads and they the weren't end. happy they were upset and that brings me joy That was a nice way to end it. Nice way to close it out. Nice way to close it out. So we'll update you next month if we're still undefeated. Yeah, on our standings. Um, And that's the end of our sports segment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, For me, also more (laughs) of the same. I'm hoping for less concerts in October. And I think I'm going to get my witch. I went to four concerts just last week. That's crazy. I think I went to like 12 concerts this month. Well, you're actually about to go to 12 this weekend. Yeah, we're going to a music festival tomorrow. So one day in September, one day in October splitting the difference um one thing they do feel is important to bring up just briefly i did see pink this month (laughs) she probably should have factored into my best she you've seen the videos online of what she does and you might be wondering does she really do that flying through the air 
Cirque du Soleil while belting out, so what, I'm still a rock star? <laughs> and the answer is she does. And it is one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. I just have a question. I can't wait to hear it. Why does she do it? You know, like, when did she start? <laughs> when did she say, you know what? I'm going to learn to be a trapeze artist. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, she is, like, really built like a gymnast. So mm-hmm. I wonder if she, like, did is a gymnast? gymnastics when she was a kid and, like, wanted to do it again. And then was like, I'm actually kind of good at this. So maybe I should do it in an arena, soaring, like, four stories in the air, flipping and singing. It's so silly. No one is doing that. She's the only person who does that, and it is nuts. If you can go see the Pink concert, you must see it. Also, I've actually seen so many people on the internet, like random, like bachelor people that I follow, being like, "Oh my god, I saw Pink last night!" You like guys, you have to go. You have to go. And it's also like you might be like, "Oh, I don't really care about Pink. I don't like know that many Pink songs." Not wrong. true. You are so wrong. You know thirty Pink songs at least. She has so many fucking hits. She rocks. You know what? What's your favorite Pink song? My favorite there one are is a lot that I love. like a pill. So good. Old so school. emo. Yeah. Um, that whole album, Misunderstood. Misunderstood. Crazy. I saw a picture of somebody wearing a Misunderstood t-shirt re- the good other for day. Them. I was like, I got to track one of those down. Good for them. Yeah, Pink Like is, a tour shirt? Yeah. Vintage wow. tour shirt. She has some like real uh, moving, inspirational songs. Like oh. I forgot about that song, Fucking Perfect. You know that song? Pretty, pretty, please, don't you ever, ever feel. Yeah. It's a good one. Like you're perfect. And then what's the song that's like, (laughs) okay, she did one, (laughs) we have to sign off, but I have to tell you, this was so weird. You know that song, um, just give me a reason. Yes, of course. Okay, it has one of the all-time, like, best glory notes. Mm -hmm. Welcome clean. It's crazy. She sings it with that weird guy. It's a duet with that guy. He's like, like he sounds kind of like Snow Patrol. I know I'm feeling fine. Or like Owl City. Yep. It's really bad. Was he there? No. I was like really (laughs) looking forward to hearing the song without him. Uh Like I was like, oh, she's just going to sing the whole thing. That's awesome. She put a video of him on the giant screens and then just like kind of looked at it while he sang. I was like, why are you doing this? I hate this man's voice. And then like harmonized with his recording. You know, that's actually one thing I don't love is when like an artist isn't there and then they do like weird harmony or whatever with a track and or a video is actually worse. You know who would have done a great job at that part of the song? Brandy Brandy Carlisle. Carlisle, who came out immediately after to sing um, Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor with yeah. Pink, which was transcendent. She should have just hopped on the, the harmony, obviously. It would have changed my life, but instead I had to listen to that guy. <laughs> well, anyway. I'll, I'll end with this. <laughs> anyway, At the Hozier concert, you know Nina Cries Power? I sure do. Um, he His backup singer is unbelievable, and she sang the Mavis Staples part, and it changed me. So it's like, mm. do that. Yes. Instead of playing yeah, a track. Highlight your backup singers. Highlight your openers. She had a crazy voice. That was the only mistake that Pink made. Everything else she did was perfect. And she has I'm an so a- happy to hear amazing it. personality. She's really fun. She's fun. Yeah. I love her. Isn't her name Alicia? Her name is Alicia. <laughs> and it's spelled L-E-A-L-E-C-I-A. No. It's not right. It's Her name is Pink. It's Pink. Why? Sorry. Stylized we have to end this. Exclamation point. Why is it Pink. I don't know. Okay, something I didn't know about Pink <laughs> is, and this is so stupid. We showed up to the concert, and I was like, oh, my God, Mom. Like, I didn't know everyone was going to be wearing pink to oh, the pink shit. concert. And she was like, you, did you hear that sentence? And I was like, no, I did hear that sentence. But, like, Pink you thought it was just herself doesn't seem like a pink girl. Yeah. Was she But it was pink? like the fucking Barbie movie up in that bitch. Everyone Damn. was wearing pink. Not me. I was wearing a black dress. Well, no, pink was wearing like goth boots and like sparkly. Some of the some of her shit was pink, but it was mostly like rainbow, glittery, silver, gold stuff. Okay. Anyway, anyways, we gotta go. September. Do you remember? Um, on that note, is that what I'm supposed to say? I don't know. Okay, but any, I mean, no matter what, <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> thanks for spending your spare time with us. Absolutely, for sure. Great. No notes. It's midnight.
One last test. One last test. One last test. One last test. <laughs>